Hello, everyone. Welcome. To Page Turners, they were not my Star Wars podcast. My name is Brennan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator. And thank you for tuning in. Today, I want to ask a simple question. Did the years of Star Wars Legends material alter our perception of what we would receive in the sequel trilogy? Now, I've talked about this before, and I want to keep this positive. In the years after the release of Return of the Jedi, until the release of The Force Awakens was a space of... Let me see now. 33 years, I believe. I've been 32 years. And that was a long time between that when when the canon of what had happened had not been filled in. Now, because George Lucas went back and did the prequels, for 32 years, the only thing we had to further explore our favorite characters of the original trilogy were books, comics, games, and various other things here and there. But the question is, did those alter our perception to the point that we had a hard time accepting what came in the sequel trilogy? In 2014, all the, ex ex what they had called what they called the expanded universe was declared legends, meaning it was declared unofficial, the unofficial story. Now, some people mistakenly think that they said that stuff doesn't count. It's not exactly what they said. What they said was, basically, that that material we can borrow from, but is not binding to the stories we want to tell. So basically, it's a canon reset. But, as I've always been fond of pointing out, as I did just now, they can borrow material from it. Author Timothy Zahn explained it this way. Right now, we know Robin Hood is a legend. At the moment, we know that there is no basis in historical fact to the stories of Robin Hood that we are aware of. Robin is therefore a legend. But if tomorrow 
archaeologists were to discover proof that Robin Hood really did exist, then it would no longer be a legend, but an actual historical fact. Maybe it would contradict the legend, because the facts sometimes don't line up with legends. But nonetheless, it would prove that, oh, he did exist. Timothy Zahn likened that to what happens in Star Wars. The story of Mara Jade, for instance, is a Star Wars legend. But if Mara Jade were to suddenly appear in a Star Wars canon project, that would demonstrate that she does exist in the canon. Maybe not the same way she existed in Legends, but nonetheless, she exists and goes from being a legend to being truth. Canon. So let's think of the Star Wars Legends as like that. It's stuff that may or may not have happened. It has not been erased. It just is... If we haven't heard anything about it yet, that doesn't mean it's not canon. Or doesn't mean that it won't be canon someday. Let me end this half of the podcast with this example. There's going to be a few spoilers for... Star Wars Rebels, so you may want to skip to the next half of the podcast if you don't want to hear spoilers. At the end of Star Wars Rebels, Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ezra are taken into some deep corner of the galaxy by the Purgle. Thrawn is removed from the galactic battleground of Star Wars. During That is why Admiral Thrawn is not around during the time of the original trilogy. In the epilogue to Rebels, Ahsoka and Sabine go looking to find Ezra because Ezra survived and therefore we must assume Thrawn did too. Now the reason I bring this up is in Timothy Zahn's trilogy about Grand Admiral Thrawn, his Legends trilogy from the early 90s, Admiral Thrawn launched a campaign against the New Republic at about the same time that the Mandalorian is taking place in the canon, uh, five years after Return of the Jedi. So what has happened with Timothy Zahn in Rebels is that he has been set up so that if if Lucasfilm wants to have the character return and lead a campaign against the New Republic, just like he did in the old Legends books, thus making that story canon, they have written themselves into a position where they can if they want. Like I said, it might be different than the stories we know. But 
But nonetheless, if Lucasfilm so chooses, they can transform a legend story into canon at their whim. That is what has been decided with the legends and the canon. Okay, we're going to take a break to hear about our sponsor. And when we come back, we'll discuss fan perceptions. See you in just a moment. And that was a word about Anchor. Okay. Now, the question I posed at the beginning. Has this altered fans' perceptions of the sequel trilogy? And other material. Other new material. So in April of 2014, it was declared what counted as Star Wars Legends and what counted as Star Wars Canon. Supposedly, everything that has come out since 2014 is Canon. There are some minor contradictions. Contradictions which drive certain internet pundits mad. But not me, because I don't care about a couple of minor contradictions. Minor contradictions, don't big deal. Yeah, don't talk to me about contradictions in the new canon when even the original Star Wars trilogy is contradictory. More on that later. <laughs> we can discuss that on another podcast. So, did it alter fans' perception? Well, let's look at one of the big ones. And that, of course, being Luke Skywalker. Yes, I do believe the Legends material altered our perception of Luke. So that when we saw Luke in The Last Jedi, totally not what we were expecting or even wanted... Many of us were, no doubt, and maybe rightly so, upset. Now, many fans have gotten used to it and love it and embrace it, like me. Now, I'm not saying that I immediately went, yeah, that's my Luke. No, it, it took, a, it took a, a little thought. Now, confession. I was never as invested in the legends as some other people. The Thrawn trilogy, I'm absolutely invested in. And maybe they'll make that canon in some way later. Maybe. Um, but I'm not really so invested in any new material. Or even old material where I say they can't deviate from that. You know, I never really got as big attached in the Star Wars Legends books. But those who did, you know, I can understand their feeling. Seeing Luke as this washed up guy and saying, well, that's not my Luke because what they had read in the Legends showed a Luke who was the great Jedi Master. And that it altered their perception. 
There's nothing wrong with that, though. If you have an emotional attachment to that portrayal of the character, and then to see the canon version not line up with that, you know, I can understand. And so, yes, I do believe that fan perception of the sequel trilogy in some measure has been altered by the legend. Now, obviously, there's a lot of fan discussion, or should I say online pundit discussion, regarding other things that have nothing to do with the old Legends material. But things like the death of Han, things like Luke being you know, washed up on Octo, things like Leia's death, things like, you know, many, many other things that have, that are, that are upsetting to some fans because it does not line up with what they loved in the legends. So, you know, it's not going to line up and they were in a bind. Lucasfilm was in a bind because they could not or it would be extremely difficult to have any artistic or creative freedom if they had to follow what had been established in Star Wars Legends when making the sequel trilogy and you would handcuff the artists. Now, other artists like novelists and comic book writers were able to work within the constraints of stuff that other people had written. But to make the movies, it, it really was was not going to work. There needed to be creative freedom there. And, you know, it didn't quite work out the way that some fans like. I liked it, but I do think that the perception was altered. You know, the fans who had an emotional connection with the old Legends material felt a bit cheated that the canon material was different. So drastically different in some parts. But, as I said before, those legends are just that. They're legends. And they didn't erase them. Look at them. Erase them. Those books are still available. And if that's your Star Wars, then be proud of that. Embrace that. So those are a few thoughts. There's so much that we could say about canon versus legends. But honestly, the legends material is still there. And if you love it, love it. If that's your Star Wars, then embrace it. And if you're like me and see it more as a, that's a legend, because legends can be quite powerful. You know, a legend, and some of them are legends that have yet to be brought into canon. That maybe someday will be. So those are a few thoughts to help you out if you're feeling confused by the difference between the canon and the legends. 
And yes, I do believe the legends altered the perception of the canon. I'd say that generally it's not a problem because I think the average fan is okay. But to some fans, I can't understand. Even though it's worked for me, I can only speak for myself. So those are a few thoughts. A bit of counseling, if you will. My name is Brendan Marr. That noise you're hearing is my ventilator, and thank you for tuning in to Page Turners They Were Not. My Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. <laughs>